Hello and welcome back to Growing Christians. My name is Mbali and before we get into it, shout out to Alex for holding the fort for me last week. Um, yeah, so today guys, I have an amazing guest, um, Franz Cronier, who's going to help us um, answer a burning question from one of y'all. So guys, the question for today is, can you truly be free if you are unemployed and do not have enough to eat? Um, Franz, I think we can jump straight into it. Can a South African be free if they are unemployed and do not have enough to eat? Hi, I'm Bali. Very nice to see you. And Thank to be you. Here. Look, Mbali, the, the answer, the cliche is no. The, mm -hmm. That you can't be free because you don't have the resources to make the decisions about your life that you wish to. So mm -hmm. I think if you asked uh, nine out of ten analysts, if you asked analysts, nine out of ten would tell you no, of course you're not free, you're a the victim of your poverty and, and desperation and and the terrible circumstances that you live in. But is that so? Surely you to ask something else about why are you poor? Okay. What what sits behind that? If you were, I would tell you this, if you're a person that lives in a terribly unfree politically unfree society where you've got no say over mm -hmm. how you're governed yeah and you are then a victim of policies that deny you the opportunity to find a job in a or a, live in a society with an economy that attracts a lot of investment and creates jobs and protects wealth you're you're, mm -hmm. you're denied that by an external force or power a dictatorial authoritarian regime if mm. you lived under the taliban in afghanistan then no, you're not free. But mm -hmm. in South Africa, the, the, politically, we're a fundamentally free and open society. Mm -hmm. the, the government in charge, which implements the policies that determine the nature of the economy and its potential to create jobs, is, is not one foist upon us. It's, it's, yeah. it's elected in, in very free elections in a very free society. So I think here the question becomes more complicated. If mm -hmm. you are a person who finds yourself unemployed because of policies in the labor market or of expropriation or of whatever the case is, that makes the economy uncompetitive, but you time and again return a government to power that mm -hmm. enforces those policies or even doubles down on them, then I think you are free. And you're mm -hmm. free to make choices about the type of society you wish to live in and how it wants to be governed. And but um, Frost, can I just you, take you back yeah. a bit? How do you then make those choices to ensure that you live in a free society? What are the steps for a person to take in order to, to do that? Well, they, they are being taken here already. If mm -hmm, a government are. meets the aspirations of its people in a fundamentally mm -hmm. free society, that government will become more popular and uh, return stronger majorities in elections. Now, that's exactly what did happen here about uh, 20 years ago. South Africa, mm -hmm. 25 years ago, South Africa emerges from apartheid. The ANC mm -hmm. comes to power in 94 with 63% of the vote. Ten years later, in 2004, the ANC's got 69%. It's six mm -hmm. points stronger than it had been. 
Yeah. The reason for that is that life had got better in the country. I mean, we tracked all that stuff. The number of people with jobs had doubled. Uh, the, the, yeah. the economic recovery was incredibly strong. We were seeing growth rates we hadn't seen in five decades. Uh, the, the macro picture on debt and the deficit was much improved. We were rolling out the most expansive social development program of any emerging market. And service yeah. delivery was much more successful than the ANC had been given credit for. And therefore, its support increased. People rewarded it. What's happened mm -hmm. over the subsequent 15 years is that ANC support in, at a national level has fallen 12 percentage points from mm -hmm. that high of 69 to 57 under Ramaphosa. We've yeah. just polled, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you that, but I will. We've yeah. just <laughs> okay. in the field, you're the first person to get them. We've oh got the gosh. ANC at 50.3 percent now. Oh my gosh. And, and uh, uh, Ipsos, another pollster, not uh, one we use this time, we do sometimes use Ipsos. They mm -hmm. had the ANC about two weeks ago at 49 point something percent. So it's happening mm -hmm. in Berlin. We are mm -hmm. free because as the uh, economy uh, gets deeper into a rut and jobs aren't created and people suffer more, we see exactly mm -hmm. the predicted uh, uh, consequence which is people yeah. start to drop the government of the day. So I would tell you, yes, in South Africa's case, mm -hmm. poor people are free in the sense that mm. they have the ability, the agency, they already demonstrate that agency to mm -hmm. start making different political choices that will give rise uh, in the fullness of time to different policies that might better yeah. meet their social and economic expectations. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, um, I, I hear you. Maybe let's let's uh, let me pose this question. Um, so, as we're seeing that people aren't going to be voting for the ANC, well, um, the younger people rather aren't going to be voting for the ANC. Um, how do you then maybe advise a young person like me? Which party should I vote for? What criteria do I look for um, in terms of making my decision as to who do I actually vote for? Well, you vote whoever you want to. I mean, we're we're. We're an astute society. We're, we're a fairly well-educated society. We're probably the most educated we've ever been. In terms you think of so? The years of education. Uh, we've got absolutely free access to information and the like. And, mm -hmm. and we can see the drift that's happening already towards opposition options on the whole as that hegemony of the ANC is gradually being eroded. Mm. I suppose it means what kind of society do you want to to live under. The policies yeah. of parties are perfectly accessible to anyone who wishes to understand them. The performance of parties in government is perfectly mm -hmm. accessible to any person who wishes to, to appreciate them. And that, that goes back to the point. People are free here. If you continue to return to power a government mm -hmm. that implements policies that undermine investor confidence, and that, that is the consequence of mass unemployment. Yeah. You know, there are consequences. So, let's answer your question for you. In the case of South Africa, it makes little sense, just from an analytical mm. perspective, to keep yeah. returning the ANC to power, because yes. it does badly over the last 15 years, at odds with its mm. first decade, at creating the circumstances that would allow people to live better lives. The alternatives mm. are rather about, and the one with the best track record it's not a partisan endorsement of a party. This is me mm -hmm. as, an, as an analyst. You asked me the question. Yeah. The <laughs> yes. Democratic Alliance. If you look at its performance okay. in the Western mm -hmm. state, if you look at its performance 
in the local authorities that it controls. If you look mm -hmm. at independent assessments, not even the ones done by ourselves, but by other mm -hmm. groups, about uh, the quality of, of governance at local level, the DA is head and shoulders above everyone else. So the logical yeah. thing to do in South Africa's case is to kick the ANC to the curb and vote for the Democratic Alliance. I mean, that's the that's what the data and the, and the evidence uh, uh, shows, mm. and the opposition broadly around the DA too, where coalitions are possible. That also makes sense. But we're seeing yeah. that already. It doesn't take an analyst to, you know, I mean, to, to explain this stuff. Just yeah. look at the, yeah. the trend figures. Look at trends for protest action in the country. You already see political opinion slowly shift in this direction. It can seem mm. very slow at times, but, but beware yeah. of this. Mm -hmm. in, initially, the big political shifts are initially incremental. They look really slow. You don't really perceive mm -hmm. what's happening unless you watch yeah. the data like we do. But those incremental changes tend to set up the big step, the big drop away. Mm. When, yeah. the, when the environment changes completely. And uh, if you look at economics in South Africa, growth forecasts, uh, uh, the fiscal, the fact the government's running out of money, uh, protest trends, and the polling that we look at, mm -hmm. the circumstances are assembling here for a call we first made in 2014, mm. uh, which is that uh, we think the ANC will lose the 2024 national election and if it scrapes through that one, it's gone by 2029. I stick by that, by that. Definitely. Um, uh, call a decade later. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, um, all righty. That was not a DA um, endorsement, by the way. But yes, to vote for the GA. <laughs> well, it wasn't a way. But I mean, it's, 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 it wasn't a way a DA endorsement because I said you should be better off under the DA than under the ANC. But but it's not yeah, a part definitely. of that endorsement. It's not an endorsement mm -hmm. because we. We like the one more than the other. Yeah, definitely. Just, simply definitely. Asking, asking an analyst whose track record and policy offerings has, has the greatest prospects of getting desperately so, poor people out of poverty, and those are the answers. Definitely. Franz, thank you so much for taking your time and joining us to answer this question. Um, yeah, we appreciate your time. It was great. And cool. Riley, thank you very much. Cool. Um, guys, remember to catch the show every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on IGTV, on Facebook, and as well on Twitter. We'll catch you guys next week, Wednesday.